All right. That was close. That's going to be as, as close as we get it. What what I noticed when I was trying to edit it, aside from the fact that, <laughs> Nate, your your audio is just basically a thick white block. <laughs> like, normally audio looks like it has peaks and valleys. This was just like somebody put a Lego so in I the showed, middle of the I track. Showed, um, I showed Jenna the uh, the image that you sent from GarageBand or whatever you were editing because she is an instructional designer and um, does (laughs) she teaches documentary story making all sorts of stuff and she thought that shit was fucking hilarious (laughs) it was like when I first (laughs) she's like like, 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 why is it doing this was it inside your mouth (laughs) you swallowed it and you were just getting the reverberations Your your graph from, looked like a within reverse, your gullet. a reverse redacted document is what it looked like. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just big fat white blocks. That's it. <laughs> Nate's audio was the Mueller report, <laughs> <laughs> which is why we can't release it to the public. Yeah. You are listening to Tangentious. I'm Keenan, and I want to talk about how flat the Earth is. I'm Klein, and I want to talk about Roblox. And I'm Nate, and I want to talk about turkey buzzards. Uh, little tangent before we get into it. Um, oh, wow, tangents on this show? <clears throat> that the last uh, photo I saw of Keenan, he had shaved. And, and he's now, already got nearly a full just beard. Just a couple, right? A couple days later, he has a beard as long as mine. That <laughs> mine has been growing for months. This is this is a what a week and a half. I shaved mm. not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before. I'm gonna say that's a three. That's a three to four week beard for me. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. My my facial hair grows rather quickly. Mm-hmm. It's always Klein's getting a little bushy, getting a little bushy mine's, over there. Mine's yeah. mine's getting lengthy. I've got yeah. uh, I didn't treat it today, so it looks all wiry. But it's getting it's getting long, oh. growing it out. So I just took a little selfie, and I can put that. <laughs> we can put that in the show notes. Yeah, right. and then you should for you find the other picture. You got to find the picture that you yeah. had. Yeah, and then people can do a side by side and know that three totally. days later you have a full beard, basically. Yeah. It's Impressive. it's funny like people talk about the the five o'clock shadow and like that's obviously a a real thing that certain people have. Um, mine like I can be clean shaven and uh and like smooth. five a.m. shadow. Yeah, and it, within a couple hours, it's a a fucking Brillo pad. Like it's <laughs> that's wild. Like all that smoothness just like starts to dissipate almost Ke- immediately. Keaton is stuck in the. It's first like the Santa 20- Claus. That's the joke I was gonna make. Never mind. Aha! <laughs> Fuck you, Klein. <laughs> Both going for a Santa Claus joke at the yep. same time. <laughs> I knew that brevity was going to win out on that one. <laughs> no, Klein, you do your joke and we'll no, judge it's, it. No, it's, it's way too... I don't have the joke. What joke? Oh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Speaking of jokes, Tom Segura... No, wait, James A. Caster. Um, in the episode that we recorded that nobody will ever hear... Uh, my topic was James Acaster because I love him so much, mm-hmm. and I had asked you both to watch some of James Acaster, and so we should probably just like cover that, huh? Mm-hmm. Were you sneezing? This is this is really good. This is my favorite part where no, Keenan, like- <laughs> Katie's still in the room with Keenan and talking to each other during our podcast. It's like welcome to a podcast no, within a podcast. I- this is Keenan and Katie's. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> this much tangentious. Um, no, this the thing it scared the shit out of me. But like I heard these sort of noises of going like, and I thought it sounded like a cat sneezing. And I was just like, is there a fucking cat in our apartment? She was trying to. Katie, can you come please yell that into the microphone, please? Like Nate? No, she can't hear you. She can't hear you. That's a, She's gonna go get our pizza downstairs. That's a late night pizza, man. <laughs> yeah, well, we were watching the Bon Appetit 
series of like making the perfect pizza and we've watched like three episodes of this and every single time we watch them we go through this whole thing where it's like at a certain point maybe five minutes in ten minutes in where we're like we need to have pizza right now Mm. and we've resisted that urge every single time but tonight that's the straw that broke the camel's back i've never watched that show but i still have that sentiment every i don't know five minutes or so (laughs) yeah I, I mean, had pizza for dinner so from uh, Costco. Costco. I had Costco pizza. Costco pizza. Mm-hmm. Nice. Costco Which, pizza. honestly, is it, is it Costco good? pizza is kind of like, <clears throat> if you were to make a tastier, fancier version of Pizza Hut pizza, that's Costco pizza. I just want to go out really quickly mm-hmm. and, and put like a uh, sort of, I just want to put my foot down and say, <laughs> fuck Pizza Hut. No, I agree. It's well, no, it's greasy on. and it's greasy and weird. Um, Pizza Hut's gross. I, I don't. I'm not. A, hold on there. I, I would, okay, I can eat it. Don't get me wrong. It's it's serviceable pizza. All right. But I I would never choose to eat Pizza Hut given any other choice. But I will say, there's a certain quality to Pizza Hut pizza that I don't know how to describe, but it's unique. Like it's there is no other pizza like Pizza Hut. No. Okay. Yeah, let let me let me add. If you like Papa John's more than Pizza Hut, you're a racist. Cool? I don't like good? Papa John's either. Okay, good. I mean, as long as you yeah, don't like Papa John's, period. I can deal with your Pizza Hut ridiculousness. So but. here's my thing. Like, I used to be a huge Domino's fan. Okay. Like, I was all in on Domino's. I think it's like... Was we're that talking, during like, college? No, no, no. Well, okay. I mean, I learned it during college. <laughs> learned um, it. <laughs> but I, I took it into my adult years. I minored in Domino's. <laughs> well, because as a kid, it was either like we grew up eating Pizza Hut or Little Caesars. Mm. So like Pizza Hut and Little Caesars were like what I grew up having. And at a certain point, it was only Pizza Hut because my dad part time delivered pizzas for Pizza Hut. And oh. so he would bring home free pizza all the time. And I got so sick of it that I think in my mind, I also associated other childhood pizza, Little Caesars, as being bad. And so I stayed away from that forever Got and it. switched over at a certain point to Domino's. And I live in Chicago. Like, I ha- there's no shortage of awesome local pizza places. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> but, like, so for a while, like, I wasn't, I wasn't really getting, like, this sort of, like, chain fast pizzas like the papa john's the little caesars Domino's. but at a certain point i got Domino's. i'm like oh this is actually damn good yeah and then met my good friend katie hearth who is a little a little caesars advocate mm. and she essentially like ordered it and i like I-, I had to have it quote unquote had to yeah but like i ate that and i had like when i i tasted it the first time i'm just like fuck this is good good like this is actually solid it doesn't get enough credit and it's like six bucks yeah yeah it's not super cheap we can get we can get a whole fucking pizza and a thing of crazy bread and a dipping sauce for like less than 10 bucks yeah Yeah. like i'm not ashamed to say that we do that at least three oh and dear listener they now they (laughs) currently have stuffed pretzel crust it doesn't get better than that with a nacho (laughs) cheese i mean it's insane we don't have the stuffed pretzel crust here, but we did have the pretzel crust that had the nacho cheese what the and fuck? the pepperoni. It's not stuffed, but it's just no, pretzel I, crust. Yeah, we, there, there's stuff from Caesars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, so Caesars right. is good. Nate, stop, stop up in there. Yeah, they, Nate. This is a pizza that the crust is a pretzel. Mm. It's pretzel crust, but mm-hmm. it's also that buttery little Caesars crust uh-huh. mixed. It's like a hybrid. Mm. Pretzel salt on it. And then cheese, pepperoni, and then fucking like liquid cheddar cheese drizzled. And we're just on fucking it. with this is just the crust. It this isn't no, even this the is pizza. The, no, no, I'm, well, no, the, this is on, like we've moved. Sorry, on the, the crust. Pizza. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, like wait, we haven't got the crusty pizza bits. Yet? <laughs> the crusty, the crusty outside bit is like the most pretzely bit. Okay, got but it, then got the rest it. of it's like they got they got the cheese, they've got the pepperoni, and then they've got the liquid cheese on there, oh, and shit. it's in incredible okay. we actually we probably upped our little caesar's uh intake eating intake <laughs> by like 50 percent mm. uh when they introduce this and our location just recently got rid of it so let me let me Travesty. tell you all a story if you don't know about little caesar's i'm sure keenan probably has one at his place klein you talk i'm gonna get some pizza cool you could have done that without interrupting uh <laughs> <laughs> 
so Little Caesars has this box. So they have perfected the walk into a, a restaurant or retail place and mm-hmm. not speak to any human and just get your stuff and get out. They've perfected it. They have a box that you walk into Little Caesars. There's a box that has a bunch of different rows and they will just put your pizza in these these rows and it's like a safe. You walk up, you mm-hmm. have a code that was emailed to you, you press your code mm-hmm. in, it opens up, your pizza spits out like a amazing vending machine and you just walk out with your right. pizza and you're done. Correct. Don't have to talk Correct. to anyone. Yep. You get to walk past Correct. all the yokels who have been waiting in line for an order. It's it's ridiculous. It's pretty fantastic. Um but I have to put a button on the Costco. So Costco pizza <laughs> amped amped up amped up pizza hut. Okay, uh-huh. so same okay. sort of crust texture, same sort of thick cheese. It's like Pizza Hut has like a thick sort of cheese thing they do, and so Costco is similar. Um, but it's it's pretty good, and you get like an eighteen inch pizza for nine ninety nine, um, which is pretty incredible. And if you call ahead, you know they'll make your pizza. You do your little shopping, and then you grab your pizza on the way out, and off you go. Uh, so so we it's a cook at home that. situation. No, it's oh, it's hot when you leave. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and it's it's uh it's not great, but it's very serviceable for nine ninety nine. And having a six three, you know, two hundred and seventy five pound sixteen year old, we can all eat and still have pizza left over. Um, that's like gives you like perspective on the Damn. size of the pizza. That's pretty wow. good. Wow. Yeah, just good deal. Um, Klein, that the pizza portal thing that you're talking about yes pizza portal portal. (laughs) yes it's amazing dude it's the best invention that's ever been created it's incredible like the fact and i okay look i don't want to disparage the people that work for little seizures like i've worked fine for mcdonald's i've worked for retail i know how shitty that job is but it is miserable interacting with the people that work there yeah (laughs) they're just the unhappiest Right, they're unhappy, and they don't like me being there as much as I don't like being there. <laughs> right, and so the pizza portal has completely changed the game. Where like you get that push notification, we we live a five minute drive down the street. We order it; it's ready in fifteen, so we leave in ten. By the time we get into the parking lot, we get a little push notification that's like, "Here, your pizza's done. Enter this code." It's the the best thing in the world. Yeah, every pizza, every every place it, ever that sells every, anything right, should have every, that. <laughs> correct. Yeah. Correct. We did not uh, get Little Caesars today, by the way. This is a new no, it looks good. pizza. That looks like a, a good pizza. And Dude, so, it's got spicy soprasada on it. Oh, okay. Very nice. So good. Fancy pizza. All right, uh, I'm done. And so that that wraps up our, our talk about James Acaster. So, um, <laughs> what, what, what's, what's, that's a big-ass piece of soprasada. They got the big-ass soprasada on there. I know. Ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, this beautiful. It's beautiful. Great, great podcast. Okay, uh, God, I love this fucking pizza so much. <laughs> so I watched one James Acaster episode. I'm, I'm yeah. having trouble with the name. Acaster, Acaster. A- I believe it's Acaster. 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 Yeah. Okay. I My name one- is James Acaster. Yeah, I watched one episode. I watched the one where he's kneeling for the first portion of the show. Yeah, same. Yeah, it was very good. F- you should just go mm-hmm. in the order. Yeah. yeah, it was very good. Uh, his humor was I, like you. I think you mentioned this in the the unre- unreleased episode. Uh, <laughs> it, there's no one I can compare him to, really. Like his delivery style right. it is very unique. Defies comparison. Yeah, it was almost as though, like, um, you know, when you're watching stand up, like you know what you're gonna get. Like somebody's gonna come on stage. They're gonna tell jokes. They may be good at it. They may be bad at it. There's a general format that folks follow. Sure. Um, I mean, with 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 a handful of exceptions. Obviously, there are like the unique sort of performers that 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 present you with something different. But uh, James Acaster just felt like um, I don't know. It was almost like I, I don't know. It was the I don't know how to describe it, but it, it was very very competent tight comedy, but seemed like comes off as though he's just working it out. Like he's just working out material. Yeah, like his first like, time it's ever very doing this. Casual. Um, and it was really solid. And, and on that unreleased episode, Keenan talked a little bit about how, what was so good about his delivery is he hits you with jokes that take just a little bit before you catch them. So like you, you really have to like constantly be thinking because the joke, you're like trailing a couple of seconds behind the jokes <laughs> and you like there's a, get there's them a lag. along the way. And by the time you're like, 
you complete sort of this series of jokes. He hits you with one that like references something way early on. Yeah. And there's this repeat cycle of you. I used way more mental energy than I normally yeah. do watching stand up, <laughs> but I would not say the jokes were any more complex or harder to get. I don't know what the, yeah. what his um, code is, but something is different. It's such a weird thing because he makes these sort of like, I, w- I would even call them more like mundane observations mm-hmm. um, of just like kind but of not these... in a Seinfeld way. Right. Correct. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not where it's like kind of poking fun at the mundanity of it. Almost that like there's just there's uh, it fits into like the weird fiction of his world. Mm-hmm. And so he makes these mundane observations where it's just kind of like. I understand what you're saying, but it's also so kind of like bonkers, but you're you're telling it with such conviction that I believe it and I'm like I'm relating to it more than I feel like I should be. Mm-hmm. There's another British comedian that I really love. You may know uh, him. It's uh, his name is Eddie Azard. And he's been in a bunch of movies and things, but his stand up is is really fun. Um, my favorite special of his is Dressed to Kill. And he has a similar style and where he kind of just kind of goes off and like it seems like the stuff is just kind of like off the top of his head, this sort of stream of consciousness. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. He he talks about his process where he has like this I this general idea of what he's going to talk about, the set that he's created, but kind of just like lets it flow out however. James Acaster feels like things are much more tightly composed, but it but at the same time still feels like that stream of consciousness like where the fuck are you even coming up with this idea yep i want you guys to listen i hope you listen or watch the the remaining ones because how he layers jokes in that first episode is how the entire uh special the four episode special is built he continually references this weird fiction that he's created and it gets just deeper and deeper and deeper and it's wonderful i don't know how he did it yeah, it's pretty. It's it, I've not seen anybody sort of deliver jokes that way um, mm-hmm. before. It was it was. I very much enjoyed it. Uh, and for the listeners who will never hear that <clears throat> lost episode, <laughs> I will make sure we we went pretty deep into into stand up comedy, and so yeah. I will put. Um, I will make sure to put our suggestions for and recommendations yeah, we had our top in five this week's show notes. Yeah, um, so that folks can check folks out. Um, but yeah, very, very I, I liked it a lot and I will continue to watch it. I have not had the time yet, but um, I saved it to my list or whatever that stupid thing is in Netflix that you forget <laughs> exists. <laughs> yeah. But I saved the it list. So, that I can, so that I could go back to it. <laughs> cool. I want to talk about Roblox. Do you guys know what Roblox is? Are? Very, very vague. Is it like Legos? I'm so that's what I familiar. that's what I had thought. Uh, Roblox actually, what it actually is, is it's the uh, it's the thing that makes you feel most distant from your children. Uh, it's like this <laughs> abstract construct. So, all right, Roblox is uh, similar to Minecraft. It's a it's a computer mm. mobile game, uh, and it's uh, it's it's a creation craft. Like you, it's not necessarily the survival aspect, but there's a billion games that people have created within the game so like you there's a a level editor sort of thing where people can go on and create their own content create their own game type so you know people have created hide and seek people have created like call of duty sort of stuff Mm. but it's really vast but it it looks like garbage to begin with but okay for me it has been is it in that minecraft style like is it in the same sort of graphic Graphical style. Just low, I'm low looking at a picture stuff. of it right now, and it's it's like that, but worse. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, absolutely it is. So, for me though, it's been the first experience I've had with absolutely having no idea what my kid is into. Like mm. it's the first, like every other thing, you know. Most of it, they grow up with indoctrination. We raise them and be like little us. We show them the shows that we watch. We get them into the stuff that we like. Uh, yeah. And occasionally, you're going to, to like Star Wars. <laughs> well, he's been playing or trying to play Fortnite for a while now. I know Fortnite enough mm-hmm. that it's it's not unfamiliar to me. But I had no idea what Roblox was. Period. When mm-hmm. he said he wanted to start playing that game, uh, so I try to do research. I I don't get it, and it's the first time that I like. Not only not only is it in something that my son is into that I'm not into. It's just, I I don't. It's the first time I feel like an old man who's like, why do you want to play that? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so um, 
And how old are your how old are your kids again? Like which one is it? One the one that's playing this is about to turn seven. Seven. My oldest is playing it. Yeah. It's like the only kid age range I don't have at the moment. But I, (laughs) but I, I I do under, I do understand because I went through this with Minecraft a little bit. So like I, I really did like Minecraft. I, I am, I do not, I did not at the time have the mental bandwidth to like figure out how to craft shit in a game. (laughs) Like I just didn't have the sort of wherewithal to figure it out. And so I was like, this is an amazing concept. And my seven-year-old at the time was like showing me shit, but I just didn't have, (laughs) I just didn't have the mental space to do it. Um, So I sort of hit that same kind of uh, roadblock (laughs) with, with my kids where I was just like, this seems cool, but I can't relate in any way. And it makes me feel old and weird. Um, I just looked at Roblox, the app. (laughs) <laughs> Keenan's trying not to choke on pizza. Uh, I just looked at the app, and it does look shitty. Like I don't like. Oh, it looks what, bad. You, so, what do you think the fascination is? Do you think this is like a carryover from Minecraft? Like, do you think it's like maybe slightly? I think it's the fact that it's a free entry level game that doesn't really take okay. much understanding to play, and it's got multiplayer and a ton of creative stuff that you can do. I mean, you you can go into it and play whatever you want to play. If you're in the mood for an action adventure thing, you could probably find something like that. If you're in the mood, it's all going to be garbage though. I mean, it's all going to look bad. It's probably going to play poorly. Um, But the thing is, is it's a, it's a monetized platform, which Mm. is pretty clever in that you can create games within the game. And then your game can have, uh, require microcurrency to do more inside of it. Oh, and that micro that and that micro wild. the microtransactions are like you get a cut of what Roblox gets. What? what? Yeah. So they so monetize. Like, is this like Second Life? It is a little bit like Second Life. Yeah, actually. Uh that's uh, with less emphasis on the role play aspect of it. But yeah, it, it's yeah, I mean the mo- the, okay. the that's and it's wild. not even modification. It's wild. It really is. And it, it it's weird to me. It feels a little predatory that it's such a kid thing, and this thing is like right. focused on microtransactions and getting robo bucks yeah. or whatever it is. Um, but it's just like fucking Fortnite or any other like pay to w- or pay to play. Um, uh, not pay to play, free to play. Uh, iOS game like mobile yeah, games. yeah. I'm not I'm not saying they're unique in it or anything. It just it for such a kid focused thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, I've had to go. I've the other oh, part gross. of it is like this is the first a- interaction he's had with something that I'm since I'm so unfamiliar with it I don't know what needs to be filtered filtered and what mm. doesn't like I don't, so I'm gone I've gone super aggressive and he can only get stuff like he can only get game modes that the game creators have approved like uh, Ro- Robox is approved because I have no idea what's going to be I mean he could turn a corner and, you know this is the first time it's uncharted territory for me. And it feels yeah, so you don't want, weird. You don't want to play dick blocks. Like, that's well, not... Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, sure there's, I'm sure that's yeah. out there. Like, it has to be. Right. Which is so weird. It's almost like the YouTube. It's like a YouTube of games where you can yeah, just, like... effectively. ...fall down a weird rabbit hole and find your... Like, you don't know wh- what is actually in this game. Like, it's very strange to me that there's a game on the market that seems to be drawing in kids... Oh, yeah. ...where the parents really have no idea what's in the game. Like, there's no way to find out what your kids could be doing at any given time. That's so weird. Unless you set all sorts of restriction. I mean, um, that existed in Minecraft, but there was no microtransaction attached to it, which makes it even right, more Right, 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 right. Well, uh, my, and, was, and, and you're right, because, like, Minecraft servers were, like, this sort of weird... It was a Wild West. ...hybrid of... It wasn't quite, like, Xbox Live or, like, PlayStation... Um, what the fuck is there a premium thing called? Um, Plus. PlayStation Plus. Yeah. So it wasn't quite like that. Um, it's just, I guess what's strange is like Minecraft, the server, the game was basically the same. It was just, you may play with a different group of people where yeah. this sounds like you, you don't really know what game the kid is going to be playing, which is strange. Yeah. It's and a strange I mean, model. it's, it's very weird and it's, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely targeted toward kids. Like, there's no way they could say yeah. it's not. They've got toys in, in the aisle at Target, and they've got like a line of toys that are these for this crappy low resolution uh, characters. So weird. Got. It's it's insane. Um, but yeah. So this whole this whole experience has been 
deeply disturbing for me, not necessarily because I'm worried about what he's getting into, but more so that I'm, I feel disconnected for the first time, which is yeah. like the sign <laughs> yeah. of you getting old is that you don't really understand like what all the kids are into. Even if he's at yeah. age seven, uh, I have no idea. Nate, I have a question for you sure. in this vein, since Klein is going through this for the first time and what you have a 20 year old and a 16 year old. Correct. Yeah. And then little babies. Right. Three, three and nine months. Yeah. Little teensy babies. Um, <laughs> Teeth are very small. They're, they're smaller little. than normal babies. <laughs> Un petit bib. Um, so have you gone through this then, aside from the stuff with, the mi- mm-hmm. with Minecraft? Yeah. <laughs> the Minecraft. The mi- um, <laughs> like, like, say with your 20-year-old. Sure. I'm sure at a certain point in teenage years, there were things where you're just kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah, no question. Is there... Is there still a plethora of that where you're like not understanding anything that's going on in their lives, or do you find there's a little bit of like a like swinging back Bell around? Curved. Yeah. yeah, so the, definitely swings back around. So I, I will say both of them because so they're four. The, my older two are four, or like Keenan just said, they're four years apart, but they were still pretty close. And Bryce, who's younger, would would follow his older brother into whatever he got into. So they mm-hmm. and they're both big gamers. Um, so like when, like I understood World of Warcraft. I never played it, but I mm-hmm. understood it. But then like League of Legends came out, and like some of these other sort of in that vein, in that Warcraft vein. Um, and so I, I, I understood the game perspective. Like I understood the game component. What started to blow my mind was like competitive gaming. That's when I started to like lose me a little bit. So like I was just like, wait a minute. So and and I think where it really lost me and I became like an old like old man lunkhead was when people were like, no, this is sport because of the amount of time you have to stay awake and the amount of like mental (laughs) energy you expend. I was like, wait a minute. So we're comparing playing a video game, which I've done my whole life, um, and I'm not, you know. <laughs> Congrats, you're an athlete. To, and and no, I and I I understand it now, but at the time I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like it just didn't make any sense to me. Um, <laughs> well, and it, so it feels like such how, a different thing. Exactly. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It's okay. So like how deep they went into. Um, that world is where I started to not really get it. I was like, wait, so playing, you're watching somebody play a game. (laughs) So like when Twitch sort of got popular, that started to, I was just like, wait, you're watching people play video games. Like that's, I still don't don't understand why you would want to do that. I'm not bothered by it, but I, I, no, totally. I I never watch. I just didn't get the draw at all. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't understand it at all. So it's funny, like I, I'm kind of in that boat where I don't generally watch Twitch streamers. Um, I'll watch clips from them. Like every once in a while, somebody will post a funny clip. Awesome. But it's mostly like YouTube, like either clip compilations mm-hmm. where it's yeah. kind of like they're getting to the point and there's something interesting in this clip. I know there's going to be some sort of payoff mm-hmm. with Twitch streaming or something. I'm watching it and I'm just kind of like, why am I not playing this? Right. Yeah. Right. I just don't understand what the draw is to watch somebody else. I mean, I will watch people play a game in the room, but like I'm not interested in sh- in sitting down at a computer and watching somebody else play a video game. It's just that is very not I don't want to say strange. It I just don't have any interest at all. Um Yeah. Like I I watch a ton of video game content, but it's typically clip compilations or like mm-hmm. reviews or like video essays yeah. about like a certain game or like maybe strategies for a certain area. Cause I'm playing a lot of Sekiro right now. Um, and so there are definitely a lot of instances where I was just like, okay, like how do, how are these people beating these bosses and kind of learning from them? <laughs> yeah. But it's or like cli- little, clips in, little micro bits, right? Clips in general, I can get like one of my favorite all time internet video game clips, really any clip is the one of the group of friends playing amnesia where the dude gets terrified while he's playing the game. It's and it's yes. like six minutes long, um, <laughs> uh, and it's the first. I th- it's the first time I ever heard on the internet like the the term "what even." Like, what even is like? That's where I'm. That's the first time I ever heard it, and it's fucking. I was Put that in the show crying, notes. laughing, and so it's fucking hilarious. But to do that regular or just watch somebody who's not doing something 
Um, like somebody just watching somebody just play a game. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really get the draw. So that kind of stuff I started to disconnect from. And then mm-hmm. when Minecraft happened, I really was just like, I tried to play it, and I was just like, <laughs> I am too fucking stupid for this game. Like it just. I, I, <laughs> I'm still like I. Lo- I was the reason why I was laughing so hard and why I'm continuing to lose it is the idea that <laughs> Nate is so perplexed by the right click button. <laughs> I don't know how to craft. It seems <laughs> just so right simple, click. but what I would find is like I'd just be roaming around, like not doing anything. Yeah. Like, oh, let me pick what? up this fucking these berries and like hack this thing apart. But I wasn't. <laughs> Are there berries doing in Minecraft? Punching like, trees? I'm punching trees. <laughs> That's all I would do, though. And then I was just like, I don't understand what the fuck the point is. And then, like, my seven-year-old would come in like, look, Dad, I built a working computer inside Minecraft. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what is going on? Do you, do you want to play this, this version of Pac-Man I made in <laughs> Minecraft? <laughs> right. And so I can relate to Klein in that way, where I was just like, uh, I don't, I, 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 it felt like, um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard thing to explain because you're always, as a dad, like you're always in the position to, even if you're not familiar with something your kids are into, you can grok it pretty quickly and explain it to them if they need help. There was none of that for me <laughs> with, with Minecraft. And there's probably not a whole lot of that with Roblox because one, you don't get the draw, you don't really get the game. And it is very strange to have sort of a lot of unknown it's not even like you can like read a review of roblox because it's just not the format yeah. is so different yeah. um yeah. yeah that's that's a that's a weird one for sure uh and your kid so will have... get annoyed because you don't get it and like yep. well just let me play i won't do anything bad and you, then yep. you have to do that whole negotiation <laughs> it's terrible have they come back around on any things that like you tried to show them as kids that they like forgot about or didn't appreciate but now do I am uh, the example I I'm thinking of is like I remember like my dad really being into you know the the music of his era um and I remember at one point in like my late teens early 20s discovering the doors and thinking they were amazing and coming back and like have you heard Dad, of the they- doors do you know this Jim Morrison <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of this guy you yeah. little shit your kids ever pull that shit <clears throat> That's a question for Nate, right? Yeah. That 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 happens to me a lot. So like, <laughs> Klein, I hope your kids come to you tomorrow and go. Have you heard of the have Doors, <laughs> Dad? Have you heard of the Beatles? I, found I just them heard on this iTunes. great record, "Jagged Little Pill" by Alanis Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> That's an explicit album. I'm not letting them listen to that. Uh, no, um, that was one of my. That was the first CD I ever had. My parents bought it for me at, for Christmas. I was like ten or something like that. Wow. They didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> What's this white Better label would... in the front of this? I don't know. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just picture like, oh, he'll probably like this. They buy, <laughs> buy a jagged little pill. Well, and you just I had have heard it on it. repeat. I had heard it at summer camp, and so I asked for it, but they just didn't like really think to check. Um, which in fairness, like, I think I was mature enough to handle some swear words, basically. I didn't understand the lyrics at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'll say like that, that does happen occasionally. So, uh, it's mainly in things like that, entertainment, music, movies. Um, (laughs) but I think that's really just a maturity thing. So it's not necessarily that, you know, when you, you can't, it's not easy to push like uh classic movies on a 12 year old like they just <laughs> don't <laughs> give a shit and so they're like that's hey, let's watch schindler's list <laughs> <laughs> sit down sit down stop fidgeting <laughs> you're being disrespectful come on sit sammy down. we're gonna watch american history x <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah hilariously another movie i watched with my dad when i was a kid <laughs> really it's rough that's a little rough that's a little rough my dad would take me like my dad took me to the theater the theater to see the game when it came out huh he bought and that came out terminator 2 when that came out in 96 95 yeah yeah so i went to the theater so i would have been nine (laughs) uh (laughs) i would have been nine (laughs) 
<laughs> nine or ten when that movie came That's out. That's amazing. Uh, he bought he bought a copy of Terminator Two on VHS uh, and was super excited to come home and show it to me. Dude, and I was probably like, "What? Terminator Two is what ninety two? Ninety? So ninety one or ninety two? Yeah, yeah, I was six or seven. Dude, and when I first saw Terminator Two, <laughs> I was fucking terrified. T one thousand terrified the shit out of me. Um, oh, I always thought the the T eight hundreds or whatever were scarier because they looked like skeletons. <laughs> yeah, no, well, so the scariest one is definitely Arnold in the first one, to me. Like, he's just, because really? the bad makeup and weird CGI, I don't know, it's just real creepy <laughs> as a kid. But, um, so, uh, Klein, I don't know how much you've gone through what Keenan mentioned yet, but it definitely None. starts at about this age where you just start to feel stupid a lot. You get it later, <laughs> like, you start to, like, catch. You start to understand the things later. You just it's you can't like be up to speed as fast as as you as you you used to be. It'll it, it, it's I don't know how to really describe it well, but it is a phenomenon that I'm pretty sure is probably timeless to all dads. Is my guess. So <laughs> regard, but I think technology exacerbates it because like, um, you know, kids are so technologically literate these days. And the advance, like the the rapid sort of um, rise of like various kinds of games and apps and shit, like you have so much, oh, they yeah. have so much coming at them, yeah. Um, and and you start to, I I start to get stuck in my ways where I just can't, I just can't, I don't, I just don't have the brain space. I would say even outside of like agnostic of being a dad, or if you will, dadnostic, uh, <laughs> the. <laughs> Uh, Deadnostic, the that was good. The experience I'm having lately is having to go to the younger members of my team to understand different social slangs that I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, like, hey, what's yeet? <laughs> what's what's yeet? I think it's Y E E T. Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you guys help me help me understand yeet because oh I'm gonna God, use it wrong. Funny. I'm real gonna yeah. use it wrong. Hey guys, you wanna you, you wanna yeet? You wanna yeet later? It doesn't sound. It doesn't sound. Good. Isn't it? Isn't it pronounced Yates? I think it's a poet. <laughs> Yates. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anytime something new pops up like that, or an acronym that's the new acronym to use, I have to go to one of the younger members of my team and be like, mm-hmm. "Hey, explain this to my old ass, please." <laughs> So I, I've been having uh, like just sort of the secret anxiety uh, where I don't know how frequently this happens or if it happens at all. But in my mind, it's happening all the time. I frequently train new hires and like we are hiring people that are coming out of college. So mm-hmm. we're talking about people who are probably like 10, 11 years younger than me now at this point. <sighs> and like I don't feel out of touch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i don't have kids so i don't feel like i don't think i have that same sense of like n- this is gonna sound weird but i don't think i have that same sense of how much i've aged yeah, yeah no, no like you, i think you're it, there's absolutely something like, right yeah okay I exactly what you mean. i was gonna say like <laughs> it, it feels like a truth but i don't have kids so i don't know yeah but i still feel like fuck i'm just partying you know mm-hmm. i'm just like, i'm just I'm, <laughs> No, like kids are I'm a constant still like 25. reminder that you are old and ancient and will die sooner uh-huh. than yeah. Correct. Well, and so I keep thinking as I'm like training and like making jokes, at, people are laughing at these little jokes that I make as I'm as I'm doing my presentations. But then I think of this little like this little insidious thought of what if they're just laughing at how out of touch and not cool you are mm. <laughs> like they're not laughing at the intended joke you are the joke correct you've gotten to the old age paranoia where like yeah. somebody pointed out somebody pointed out the age difference like one time and ever since then you're like hyper aware of like your yeah. your age difference i have a coworker who's like fucking so my 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 boss actually is uh seven years younger than six or seven years younger than me and so um one Kill them. that's fucking weird like that's fucking weird like i've been at my company since i was 20 so like i was always like way younger than everybody uh-huh. yeah. but as new young professionals come on board 
like I'm fucking older and now my boss is significantly younger than me. And so when I'm like, oh, remember when you were a kid and blah, blah, blah. And she has no fucking <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. It's super disturbing. It's super That's really disturbing. funny. It's, su- it's awful. And that's just like. So is, it, is she my age? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think she just turned 30. And really, I think she just turned 32. Yeah, so yes, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I just turned 33. Mm-hmm. Bam. And so. Uh, well, I, I like the, the idea that I could be Nate's boss now. <laughs> uh, but what's fucking. What's weird is I don't. I really fear for what this looks like for me when I'm like 57. Like I am going to fucking be in a mental institution because <laughs> I can't handle it now. And my younger colleagues are no more than 10 years younger than. Me. But when, when, when I'm working with people that are like 30 fucking years younger, I'm going to have a mental breakdown. Like I can't <laughs> deal with it. Let alone like my kids like that. I, I, I'm really not looking forward to, like, when Miles, our youngest, is, like, 17. Because I'm going to be actually old. And yeah. um, I'm not going to understand a fucking thing. It's going <laughs> to suck. It's going to suck. It's really going to suck. My, uh... Like, I'm trying to picture, I'm trying to picture, like, you know, right now I still have a pretty good grip. You, we, the three of us, like we, Klein, you got a good grip on technology. I would say yeah, we're somewhat, ahead of the yeah. cur- we're ahead of the curve in terms of people in their in their early to late like that span of thirties. We 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 know all the technology, but ten years from now, yeah. You say that, but we did watch you fiddle around with your Yeti before we started <laughs> recording. Listen, so this is a professional. <laughs> I don't know how this thing works. This is a professional <laughs> recording device. Used by professionals oh, in the re- in the in the audio recording industry. Uh huh. I'm I, sure professional audio I, engineers would love to hear that. I am more. I am. <laughs> this is the Marco finest microphone. Cried. This is the finest microphone you can get in terms of <laughs> podcasting. There's nothing better. And so I, I'm more of a visual person. And so uh, put a camera in my hand, and I'm fine. But these fucking microphones, uh, uh-huh. you know, I, I just can't can't hang. You were, uh, you were talking about I'm working fucked. at at fifty and having thir- people thirty years younger than you. My yeah. father-in-law works for he's he's an illustrator for a um, a company that does senior living assistance. Uh, like okay. he works for like the national branch of a community bunch of communities, and uh, he's constantly being asked by the creative department to come in for like, hey, we need a photo of hands, <laughs> and since he's the old guy in the office. He's got to come in and be the model for, like, these senior living photos. <laughs> we need some old person to put their hands on this book. <laughs> we couldn't find the stock. Come in and let's get your photo. So that's that what it's going to be like, amazing. Nate. It's going to be like that. That is amazing. They're going to be like, were you... Uh, what, I, the first time I ever hear, were you alive when... I'm oh, gonna buddy. fucking die. Oh, I'm buddy. gonna die. I can't it's gonna happen. Nine it. eleven. It's gonna happen, dude. So it's already. I mean, it's already there. So, um, I mean, so my oldest was born in 1998. Like he doesn't remember nine eleven, and yeah. he's twenty. Yep. So, like the you know those yep. like those that's weird. Like once those people start to enter the workforce, it's really gonna fuck me up. I think. Yep. I, I had a weird, like, this was a couple of years ago, even, um, where I had a weird, like, I feel really old moment. And I don't, it normally doesn't bother me. Like, and it's something that I've just only now become more acutely aware of. But this was like the first time this happened where I was like, oh, fuck. Like, somebody on Reddit just posted it, like, a, just a, an ask Reddit, like, hey, what was 9-11 like in the weeks following? And in the body, the person was like, I was only like three when this happened, so I don't really remember <laughs> much. But what was it like in the the like that day and the, the days following? And I'm just like, I don't remember. I don't know if I remember any day in my childhood more vividly Correct. than 9-11. Like, I don't know if there's a single moment in my childhood, like in my high school years, where I'm just kind of like, I could basically run through that entire fucking day yeah off the top of my head right now like it just it's nuts dude i was fucking 
working. I was working. I had a job. He was a professional. I had a fucking. I had. I had a. Job. He had had his five year work anniversary. <laughs> I had a goddamn job. I fucking. He had a masters. I, 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 dude, I was listening on the way to work. I was listening to Howard Stern uh, because I and, and so I because that's I got the kind of person car. Nate was. Yeah, I, I, that's absolutely true. Uh, I, I fucking get in the car. I turn on Howard Stern and cause I hadn't like, there wasn't no, like, it was not normal to just like have it. We didn't, we weren't in such a 24 seven news cycle. And so fucking I got yeah. in the car, I turned on Howard Stern and I thought he was doing a bit. He's like, Oh, the twin towers just fell. I was like, what the fuck the kind of sick bit is this? And then yeah, I like, got to, this isn't I got, funny. I got to work and everybody was just like somber. And then like people were crowded around the TV in the lunchroom. It was fucking wild, yeah. man. We were like, I was a sophomore in high school and we were in the computer labs and essentially like every class ground to a halt. All the teachers are just kind of like, all right, like, like, let's keep, you know, let's keep things moving. Um, You know, well, you can watch the news later, like trying to like just get people to pay attention to something other. But it it didn't even fucking matter if there was a computer nearby. We were on MSNB's website and like the fucking real video player codec kept (laughs) trying to buffer the shit out of the the newscast and it was like true, the site was so like Bogged, hit so yeah. hard it was unreal i uh i remember i remember them wheeling a tv in after the first tower was hit mm-hmm. because they knew it would be an event and they were- <laughs> okay like, i don't that's a bad timed laugh but i'm just picturing i remember the fucking days of school where they'd be like serious shit is happening yeah, yeah. <laughs> giant, wheel giant cart CRT, a TV in. Yeah. Correct. 46-inch giant CRTV TV on top of the, like, mm-hmm. the flimsiest cabinet <laughs> the AV, thing the that they AV, had. The AV cart. <laughs> <laughs> that would yep. later kill three people when it fell over, I'm sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I remember them wheeling it in for the first tower, and I remember them... This, I think I was in eighth, I was in eighth grade in English, I want to say. Fuck and they wheeled, the, they wheeled this TV in. How the fuck were you in eighth grade? What do you mean? You start school when you're, you're seven you're, in Indiana. You're just a you're just a year younger than me, right? Yeah. What grade were you in? I was a sophomore. Maybe. Oh, it was ninth grade. Okay. So the mistake I have there. <laughs> I, I was well, having this existential crisis. No, no, no. I was still in. I was at a middle school, but it was the last year that ninth graders were at mm. that middle school. So that's why. I, I see. Okay. So it was in ninth grade. Uh, English <laughs> class. They wheel in the TV. The first tower had already fallen, so they're you know they're they're trying to you know what's going on. We don't know what's going on, and then the second tower hits, and I just like uh, it's bad to laugh. I know, but I I remember them like coming in and just taking the cart right back out. And I remember it was it was just like slow and like it was everyone was so somber that it was like the creak of the wheel is what I remember like. back out like we're not gonna let them see that never mind not to make this super dark i know we're talking about 9-11 at this point so i don't know how we can uh what a happy but it's it was uh i was in my (laughs) i was in my cad class uh and the speaker came on and our principal dr fantosi told us he's like what the marvel character yeah his name is yeah, <laughs> he's 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 part of the MCU. He's gonna be an Endgame, Doctor Fantosi. Oh my God. <laughs> so <laughs> we've lost Nate. He's woken up everybody in his house. <laughs> his wife's gonna come in and slit his fucking throat in front of us. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, here, let me, let me take. Go ahead. Let me let me take the mood down a bit. Okay. Doctor Fantosi comes over the speaker, and he says, two planes have hit the the World Trade Center. The the both towers um have or have been struck by airplanes, and another one has struck the Pentagon, and now the Pentagon is on fire. And my teacher was just like, "Oh my god!" And they're like, "You know, we'll we'll update with more information for right now." Like. There's, you know, no indication that there's any other danger, yada, yada, yada. And then 
it goes quiet. Everybody is just so quiet. My my teacher said like the most hauntingly profound thing that is like stuck with me and like it's seared into my brain. And he was just like, you are going to remember this day for the rest of your lives. Oof. And I was just True. like, huh. and yeah. it is, it's just one of the clearest, like most like, and I, I don't remember much from my childhood. Like yeah. I have such a terrible memory from most of my, my upbringing, from sophomore? but that is, yeah, I, I barely like, wow. I don't, I mean, it's, it gets hazier as I get younger and younger, but like high school and stuff, like I just don't like recall a lot of shit there. Like yeah, it just, no, it doesn't you. stick with me. Um, but that is a day where it's like, I, I feel like I could just, it, it's almost like I could still like smell, you know, everything that was going yeah. on there. Like yeah. not that that's it, but it's like, that's how clear it feels to me. Yeah. Um, that's how my mom, but that's just one of those, uh, the Kennedy assassination. So like, um, she's, yeah. uh, let's see, what is it? 2019. She'll be 63 this year. And like, she, so she was, <clears throat> I'm trying to think that was what? 1963. Uh, Three, I think, she was right? like six seven maybe she remembers everything like everything yeah it's yeah. just you know it's like whatever fucking you know what it's like the nation the Bre- stops the, the, and the it's such Brett a Kavanaugh weird freaking thing like when mm-hmm. dr blasey ford was like yeah well here's how it works the shit is imprinted here yeah and you yep. can't forget certain details like you they're yep. not going anywhere yeah uh and so that's it but it's weird when you start to encounter adults that don't share those memories like and yeah. and that's sort of the same sort of phenomenon that i think happens with kids it happens with folks who are just like not the the thing that's weird is like things like that they don't have to be significantly younger right like it's no. yeah. it's a matter of like eight to eight to ten years max yep. um and they sort of just have no memory of it which is wild yeah, my uh, my ex wife didn't remember the Oklahoma City bombing, had oh, no wow. recollection of it, and that was something that was like it was a two year difference for us. And I remember, like, I was young, I was a little kid. Yeah, it was like ninety five or ninety six. Yeah. I think it was ninety five. But like, I I very clearly remember like the newscasts. I remember seeing the photos, like that that sort of like iconic photo of the firefighter bringing out the the child, and it's just like. Some of that stuff just doesn't leave you, mm. um, but it's and it's just like a quick little span, and just a person a year or two behind just doesn't have that same recollection. Yep. Very weird. Well, How'd Nate, I don't think we're gonna get to turkey buzzards. <laughs> we we're talking about stand-up comedy, and it turned into nine eleven. Uh, I can do turkey buzzards in like two minutes. It's fucking okay. Uh, I will put what's a, a turkey buzzard? Two fucking. Let me type it in here. Turkey. Buzzards. It sounds like you're fake typing. Uh, it really <clears throat> sounds like you're just pretending. No, I really to type. did type it. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> now I understand why he's bad at Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just see here. Uh, so yeah, so turkey buzzards are fucking frightening birds um, who are buzzards but look kind of like turkeys. Hence the name. They are oh. they are very large birds, um, and they roost. So like they, you know, there's a Essentially, and they roost wherever the fuck they want. So, <clears throat> about three months ago... Mm, turkey um, vultures, well actually, a.k.a. Uh, yeah, turkey vultures is their other name. So, I see. W- this actually goes back to Christmas. On Christmas Day, we went to my mom's in the morning. We came home, and I'm walking up to my house, and there's a giant fucking bird on my roof. A gigantic <laughs> bird. Um, and they're really kind of gross and ugly. So, like... Yeah, uh, they are. I I ran in the house as you as one does, and uh, got Jenna and was like, "Hey, there's a fucking giant bird on the roof." We go back outside. This thing's still there, just like giving me a side eye because it's a giant fucking bird. Like I'm not scaring it away. <laughs> and then eventually, <laughs> this is my leaves, house now. and I was like, "Yeah." Eventually, it leaves. I was like, "What was that thing?" <laughs> so we like do some googling. We find out that it's a turkey vulture, and. Over the course of the next, like, three months, by, like, the end of March, the a couple of trees in our neighborhood were infested with turkey vultures. Like, hundreds of them. <laughs> Where, um, like, we have a community pool. Um, like, the, the neighborhood has a pool. And every morning... Not anymore. When you, right, when you drive out of the 
neighborhood, they would be lined up um, along the fence of the pool. And I'm not shitting you. Every single one of them would be like this. Like the, they were just waiting for you to leave your kid <laughs> right. un, like unsupervised for like and they're just thirty seconds. Scoop that shit up. Um, <laughs> literally, arms up. Like uh, um, spoiler alert: uh, Game of Thrones, Night King style. Like, what the fuck are you gonna do about it? Aren't wings in the air? Sort of just like. Now, apparently, what they're doing is they're just airing out their wings, but that shit looked like they were like, what's up, stank. bitch? And like, right, yeah. <laughs> every single one yeah, of them, it's what's like up? They, you do the thing like, what? what? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so, and they were making This thing a mess. I'm very adept at they're, doing, obviously. <laughs> tearing trees what? apart, making a fucking mess, like bird shit everywhere. It was insane. They were knocking over garbage cans. And oh so, um, and, and so, uh, like, the the neighborhood Facebook group was starting to organize. The board of directors was going to have a meeting to fucking like figure out what the fuck to do about the turkey buzzards. Um, and over the over the course of the last two weeks, um, actually since I put that in our like topic note thing, um, on Dropbox paper, those fuckers are all gone. They're gone. They're just gone. Time they. Like spring came, time to move along. Dropbox paper, also known as they, Death Note. <laughs> they fucking picked up all their stuff. They moved out, and there are none to be found. I have no idea where any of them went. <laughs> wow. No fucking idea. They Ain't literally in moved in, now. took over the whole neighborhood um, to the point where they. I have we have very very tall pine trees behind my house, and the one day I came home and there were like six of them in the fucking tree, like right behind my house, and you know like. You're like like a a good a good homeowner. I fucking grabbed two pots and started banging them out the window, <laughs> and uh, they all fucking took off and they never came back. Um, because I don't fuck around. I bang pots at birds, and so uh, episode. But title. yeah, in the last two weeks, in the last <laughs> in the last two weeks, they're gone. They're fucking gone. And so, uh, if anybody out there knows the migration. Um, and settling habits of turkey buzzards. I'd love to hear it because we do I really want to know. Strong showing with ornithologists. <laughs> I really want to know why these birds took over my neighborhood for like three to four months and then fucking just abandoned. <laughs> I'm cracking up at this settlement. this image of Nate walking up to his house and seeing this turkey buzzard on his roof and him just going like, uh, uh, and then just like throwing his wallet on the ground as a distraction and running away. <laughs> Throwing, I my, take it. throwing my nine-month-old on the floor, like, ah, yeah. take the baby, leave me alone. Yeah, I thought for sure the story was going to be, you went inside, got Jenna, and said, we can't live here anymore, and you you just yep. moved. You just took everything, you know, that was I, it, you gone. You'd have to ask her, I would not be surprised if I did say that. I'm trying to see if I... <laughs> If you I blacked have. out. <clears throat> Honey, I'm we have to go. To <laughs> they found us. Move. I'm trying to see if I have a picture to put in the show notes. I I've seen this movie before. Failed. I took a picture for sure. Oh, there it is. Yep. Got it. Um, show notes. It's a fucking big, ugly bird. I'm going to text you guys, and then I will also put this in the show notes. <laughs> nice. Terrifying. Anyway, that's, that's really it. Oh. just want to share my story about turkey buzzards. If anyone out there has additional information, uh, I, I'd love to hear it. That's wonderful. Do, do we have time Just for delightful. me to, t- sell, to tell my bird story as well? My wild bird story? No. I don't uh, think so. No? Okay. <laughs> I think that's... You should definitely plug the music in our show, though. Okay. Uh, this <laughs> episode's music comes from... That was such a sad... Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's, Klein, it's called if you want to tell your story, tell Flea, story. and it's by Hubert Humpledink. Uh, no. No? Okay. <laughs> Uh, so um, humble uh, Aren't you going to offend your friend? <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm not. I'll do it eventually. Uh, what is the title of the song, though? I don't recall. Oh <laughs> We've done this before. It's in the chat, uh, right? The more, the more my eyes can see. The more. Nope. Nope. Lonely. Nope. The lonelier world the world gets. N- no. A future so vast and so quiet, I think. Yes. By Prospero. Prospero. Not DJ Prospero. According, according to his current artist page. Sure. We'd like to thank 
Prospero for the use of our theme song, which is A Future So Vast <laughs> and So Quiet. <laughs> Here, Klein, it's a, a, f- a, future, a future so vast and so quiet. <laughs> Here, here, Klein, Klein, here. You gonna send here. it? You know you what? Send it for I'm, me? I'm copying this. I'm copying this. Just read this verbatim. That's all you need to do. <laughs> hey, I'm Clint, and <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank you for the use of our therm so- theme song. Therm, fa- Stop family, it, family song. Where, where, where have you sent this? <laughs> you said you sent Black. me something. Oh, I'm, I don't have Slack open. Oh, wait, wait, here. I can also do it in Skype, huh? Yeah, that's there's what I thought you were going to do. Fuck. <laughs> I forgot there's chat in this. I forgot there's chat in this chat program. Mm. <laughs> All right. Our theme song is A Future So Vast and So Quiet by Prospero off the album Sloppiness is a Virtue. Thanks, buddy. Boom. Nailed it. This is great. I'm so excited for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We're going to find out that Nate's had his gain up the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed. I noticed that during that laugh, you looked over to, to double check there. Yeah, like. Hey, you're listening to Tangentious. I'm Keenan, and I want to talk about James A. Castor. I'm Klein, and I'm going to talk about the annexation of Puerto Rico. And I'm Nate, and I want to talk about March Madness. <laughs>